0: The scripture this morning comes from Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and bless your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. All your work shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all looks to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. This is the word of
1: the Lord.
2: Thank you, Lay, for reading the scripture to us today. And good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Pastor Rich. I'm one of the pastors here at Risen, and I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, Happy Early New Year. But I really hope that you all got to unplug from work, uh, get some rest, sleep in, take some naps, eat some good food, and spend some good time with family. And if you're new here, man, I am so excited that you're joining us today, this Sunday. And uh, you know, the church is more than this virtual stream, right? Right. Most of the time, you're kind of just seeing me and Harry. I mean, we do have some uh, people who, who participate, but most of the time it's me and Harry. But the church... Uh, thank God it is more than just me and Harry. Uh, we've got some awesome people here at Risen, and the best way to get to meet them is through our ministries. Uh, th- by getting to know our community, getting connected to us, uh, we have virtual groups, uh, and we've got you know groups that are meeting outside, uh, social distancing with masks. You know, community groups, men's and women's and children's. And the best way to get plugged in is to actually fill out the connection sheet uh, below this video in the description. It's a simple Google form. If you feel that out, our Welcome and Connect team will get back to you and get you connected. And uh, today is a sort of a special Sunday. Uh, I won't be giving a normal sermon, uh, just a short devotion. And what we're focusing on uh, today, this entire service, um, and even next week, is this theme of gratitude, this theme of thankfulness. You know, John Calvin was a 16th century scholar And he said that there are two dispositions of the heart. One, there is a heart that thanks God. And then two, there is a heart that is discontent. And a discontent heart has the natural order of the entire universe confused. Because it wants to be God in order to construct the circumstances in our lives so that we can have control over everything In our lives. You see, a discontent heart says that we're wiser than God and we're more loving than His will and plan for us, which is revealed in His divine scriptures. But as limited and imperfect and broken human beings, friends, this is an unwinnable position because you see, our discontentment only grows the more we hold on to our discontentment. It's an unhealthy spiritual addiction to the illusion of control, to the illusion of a pain-free life and a stressless career, to the illusion of a sinless family and a pandemic-less world. You see, Calvin says that controlling our circumstances is not the answer. It's, it's, it's an unwinnable position. We'll just go around in circles until we spin out, all the while missing the ultimate answer to life's brokenness. Instead, uh, Calvin says that nothing has the power to undercut discontentment and bitterness and cynicism more than a spirit of thankfulness towards God. And you know, Thankfulness is not just forcing ourselves to naively see the happy side of life. Actually, according to the Bible, thanking God allows us to see life as it really is. not as masters with utter dominion over every aspect of our lives, but as dependent creatures, recipients of the greatness of our Creator's kindness, wisdom. And grace. And that's what we're doing for the entire service today. Because, you know, there's there's something about vocalizing gratitude and, and hearing gratitude. You know, we all long for it. Uh, we, 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 we long to hear it from others. And we also want to say it. Because that's the way that love is experienced, isn't it? There's healing in it. There's life in it and and, and trust and hope in it. And the psalm that that we heard today, Psalm 145, it's one of my favorite Thanksgiving psalms in the Bible. And because it's, it's a psalm that is sung with a full heart. It's all thanks, no buts. But why is it? How is it possible for this writer of this psalm to give all thanks and absolutely no buts. Well, it's because the love of Christ overshadows everything. Think about it. You know, if you give your child uh, an ice cream bar and then that child accidentally drops it onto the ground, uh, she's miserable, right? She's crying. She's inconsolable. Her hopes have just been dashed. But then, if you go and go get two other ice cream bars and, and you give her one and you say, give the other one to your sibling, what's gonna happen? Their heart is going to be full. Your grace and your love overshadows what just happened, the brokenness of that uh, ice cream bar that fell onto the ground. You redeemed that moment. You redeemed their pain with selfless grace, and love. Friends, in a much more grander way, when we take time and reflect to give thanks to our Heavenly Father for the love of Christ He gives to us, it will fill our heart. It will overshadow our disappointments. It redeems not just our sins in God's gracious and costly gift of forgiveness to us, but this cosmic love, this cosmic grace, this reality has the only power to redeem our present sadness, our present discontentment, our pre- present bitterness and hopelessness in any and every circumstance. Friends, this is the spiritual power of the cross and resurrection of Christ. And so we can hold up our heads high with genuine joy and genuine peace and life and hope. So friends, let's give thanks. A Psalm 145 thanks. A full heart thanks.
1: Hello, Risen
3: family, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is my laughable family (laughs) in the background here. Uh, So anyway, we just wanted to answer the question, um, uh, how challenging has this year been, and how has God humbled you and given you a heart of gratitude? Well, definitely, uh, 2020 has been a surprisingly challenging uh, year uh, from uh, having to adjust to uh, working from home, which wasn't too hard at the beginning, but then... um, it just became challenging uh as the months went by um and then the usual things that uh you know we need to do to take care of ourselves and and provide for ourselves like get haircuts and uh, things like that and be able to go out and get some air uh that's definitely been challenging um but uh through it all uh god has given us um a blessing upon blessing he's provided for us number one um, he's provided for us, uh, in many ways, actually, uh, this year that uh, we, 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 didn't have want. We had a, a, a roof over our heads. We had food, uh, in the, on the table and we had, had jobs. We jobs. Yeah. So, uh, that's definitely been a blessing. And, uh, through it all, I just remember, uh, Jeremiah 20, 29, 11, mm-hmm. uh, for I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, but to prosper you, to give you hope in the future. So we've been clinging on to that. And, uh, it's, uh, it's been a ride, but, um, yeah, we're just we're we're glad we're glad that twenty twenty is God uh, has is about to about to end, and we're also at the same time uh, grateful uh, that God has provided us through all of it. So, do you guys want to say anything?
4: That's it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And happy Merry New
3: Christmas. Year. Take care. See you in twenty twenty one.
4: Woohoo!
5: I think one of the most important ways that God has shown his faithfulness to me this past year has been by introducing me to the risen family. And I think God showed his faithfulness to me through that because I never really considered how important community was until this past year and how important it was to have brothers and sisters around you and a strong, faithful community around you committed to doing the Lord's work. And it was just such a blessing to me to be able to be, to join everyone at Risen in doing God's work and to do share life together. Uh, the pandemic was difficult, but I can't imagine how difficult it would have been doing trying to do it alone. Uh, just having the brothers and sisters there to share my burdens with and share our all of our blessings together, actually, and being able to serve one another really colored the way that the pandemic played out for me. And I'm just so thankful that a lot of things that I remember from the pandemic are actually good times, um, times that I was able to share with the brothers and sisters I've risen. So it was such a such a blessing for me in that way. And I also realized that I need to be thankful for so many more things in my life than I realized. Uh, I think in the past, there are so many things that I had that I thought was because of me. That I had achieved them because of my own talents or my own my own ambition, but I realized that so many things in my life were really a blessing from God, and really things that can be taken away at a moment's notice, Uh, but yet God stays faithful and God continues to provide, and I I am just so thankful to to the Lord for putting me in a keeping me safe, keeping my family safe, and again just providing me with a community and family I've risen to uh, to share life together with.
6: Merry Christmas, Risen family. This is the Jung's. My name is Kim. And Elsie. And Eric. And Sophie's asleep.
7: Um, So when we think about this prompt, uh, how God has been faithful to us in 2020, there's a number of ways. For myself in particular, um, as some of you may know, I've been estranged from my dad for many years now. And in 2020, for whatever reason we were able to Uh, reconcile a little bit. Uh, We spent Thanksgiving down in L.A. um, for a week with them and their family. And uh, this is despite my own lack of prayer these past few years, my own lack of persistence in trying to mend the relationship. Um, It was more just, again, by God's own faithfulness and kind of the persistence of my family members. And so really grateful and in awe that God was able to fix this, I was uh, really not expecting this at all going into the year. And so that's one thing that I've noticed.
6: And for me, um, faithfulness for God is just through this risen community. Um, Being a part of a startup is scrappy. It's not cute all the time, Um, but you guys have shown up and we've tried to show show up in our exhaustion, in our um, just failing at being parents. But you guys have rallied us and challenged us, and we're just so grateful for the Thursday community group uh, being there with us over Zoom. I'm so deeply grateful for Pastor Rich and Pastor Harry and their wives for. And Eli, we love Eli. And we're just so thankful for um, all of you guys keeping us close to to Christ, pointing us to the word and praying for us. And um, yeah, our thanks are, are never enough, but we guys just mean uh, the world to our family.
7: And then in terms of the second part, learning to be thankful to him. I mean, this is challenging. I think, yeah, think, being thankful and grateful is not natural, uh, but I think one way that we are trying to learn to do Uh, that better is by being more diligent and consistent in our prayers. Um, One example is like, sometimes I don't pray, oftentimes I don't pray before our meals because it feels kind of redundant and rote, mechanical, Uh, but Elsie's getting to an age where she's getting older and she will sometimes scold us for not praying before our meals. Uh, And so learning to do it, not just out of habit, but out of like a genuine heart of gratitude. And so, um, trying to be more consistent, indulgent in our prayers. Uh, well, thanks so much for Risen 2020. You guys have a great year. Merry Christmas.
6: Is there anything else you want to say?
1: Go ahead.
7: Okay, okay.
1: Bye. bye.
8: When I got the prompt for the question, uh, it actually gave me a lot of time to reflect and realize that I don't do a lot of reflection throughout the year. I think one of the main things God has taught me about my family and thankfulness is that there are many times uh, where we should be grateful, but we just don't take the time to reflect and see all the amazing things that God is doing in our family's lives uh, through our friends, our family, this community at Risen, and so there's a lot to be thankful for in the little things. The little gifts, the little calls, the texts, the food, the community, the social outings. There's a lot to be thankful for, especially in this very difficult and trying year. As it relates to my family, which includes my wife, Priscilla, my daughter, Elia, one of the many ways that I'm thankful for is that they've really kept me grounded and also brought a lot of joy throughout the year. I realized that without them, um, it'd be very difficult with a lot of the isolation, a lot of the challenges, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, it'd be very difficult really to get throughout the year and just look past what's going on in the moment. As we spend time together more and more as a family, Uh, I realized there's a lot to be grateful for. Uh, Priscilla has really kept us grounded, uh, brought a lot of stability and patience uh, to this family. Without her, I'd be frankly a walking COVID risk, Uh, eating Lunchables and TV dinners and joining Harry and Rich on their late night food and boba rents. With Elia, she's really brought a lot of joy and just this childlike faith and I get to see her grow up and see her dependence on me, but really challenged me to be a better father, a better husband, and just set an example for her. And for that, I'm extremely thankful and grateful. Um, it's It's been a very, you know, frankly, a difficult year uh, with COVID. And it's easy again to be distracted uh, by all that's going on and lose sight of what's uh, to come. But with our family, I've been able to just see uh, little glimpses of joy, little glimpses of stability, little glimpses of normalcy uh, that have been difficult to find throughout the year, but I'm extremely grateful for now that I have a chance to reflect. Um, And so with that, uh, just on behalf of the Min family, I just wish everyone in this community uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
9: Hello, Risen. It's the Leva Kills uh in in reading the prompt and why we are or what we're grateful for this year um two things really stick out for us and me primarily is the time would we've been able to spend with our son and uh together as a holistic family um we know that in other years um that really wasn't an option just because of life and work but now we've, we've been able to do that um and then The other uh, aspect is really um, getting to know our church community. Um, While we know that it's been difficult being remote, um, we really feel that uh, everyone being in the same situation has allowed us to get closer to um, a lot of you at church. What about you, Debbie?
4: Yeah, I think to reiterate what Encore said, we're very grateful to be able to spend so much time together. Um, When we started this pandemic, Bex was essentially just turned a year old and now he's almost two. Um, So it's been amazing to be able to spend all this time together um, and to watch Bex kind of grow every day. You don't really see the growth, but when you look back at older pictures from like the beginning of the pandemic, it's pretty tremendous what, um, you know, the time that we've been able to stay together. We're also very thankful that all of our family has been healthy. And um, even though we've been only really be able to um, communicate over Zoom or virtually most of the time, it's still good to be able to have that technology. And I think during the season, what God is teaching us about thankfulness, um, I Mm -hmm. think primarily Mm -hmm. is um, number one, I think, is being uh, grateful for one another. Um, and really learning patience with one another. So even if you're with your family 24 seven, it's truly blessing to be able to do that. Um, and also that it might not be your direct blood family, but everyone, you know, including our Risen fam and our friends we're very grateful for in this season.
10: Hi, my name is David Um, and I help lead the men's ministry at Risen Church. The prompt for this video is, what has leading at Risen taught you in regards to thankfulness to God and others? Leading at Risen has taught me many things for which I am thankful to God and others. It has revealed and reminded me of the following. Number one, how thankful I am for the gospel, that Christ has died for our sins and that we are covered by Christ's righteousness. Number two, How much I am in need of the gospel. I am inadequate to lead by my own strength and merits and and am dependent on God to love God and others. Number three, how humbled I am that God has blessed me with the opportunity to walk and serve alongside amazing people who care deeply for the church. I am so encouraged and excited when I hear about the amazing things other ministries are doing and have planned for the future. Number four how I am not alone. I am thankful for the love and care of others. And I'd like to give a special shout out to my wife, Catherine, Pastor Harry, Pastor Rich, and everyone else who has been supportive and encouraging and cared for uh, men's ministry. Uh, I cannot and do not lead on my own. Number five, how the success of men's ministry is not up to me and my leadership, my effort, or my strength. I am thankful that God can work through and use anything for his glory. This truth is so freeing and a constant reminder I need. I'm thankful to God and you all for the opportunity to lead at Risen Church. Thank you.
9: Hi, my name is Kat and I help lead the women's ministry at Risen. Leading at Risen has shown me how thankful I am to God for the opportunity to be a part of women's ministry. Coming from a background of broken female relationships from high school and college, I've learned what genuine connection with other women looks like through serving in women's ministry. While my past female relationships were filled with comparisons and insecurities, my experience of female relationships at Risen has been completely different. It has been like a haven, being able to be vulnerable and honest about struggles and have it be met with compassion, understanding and empathy. I cherish our fellowship when we share and pray and when we dive into the word and remind each other of the gospel and what Christ has done for us. It is such a blessing to have a place like Risen where we can look to Christ together and be real with each other. Leading at Risen has also taught me that having gratitude towards God and others is a more fruitful way of life. Leading is really just serving God and serving others. Without gratitude towards God and others, leading becomes a chore. In fact, living life without gratitude can be a chore as well. However, with gratitude, there's motivation to move forward and reflection to remember why we do what we do. We do it for God in our relationships with others. I'm also thankful for Jen, Janelle, and Lynn, the fellow leaders of women's ministry. It's been a blessing leading with and learning from these ladies. Thank you. Hi, Risen family. This is Serena. One thing that I'm really thankful for in the Risen community is our women's group. I've never met a more accepting, encouraging, vulnerable, and honest group of women, and I feel really lucky to have met everybody. Um, whenever we get together, we can always uh, come together and have a deep conversation uh, without judgment, and everyone is just so welcoming. Feeling like I belong to a community has made a huge difference in my day-to-day life and happiness. Another thing that I'm really thankful for at Risen is prayer. Um, Nothing is as comforting as knowing you have an incredible group of people who are praying on your behalf. Um, I feel so honored when anybody tells me that they're praying for me because I know that they really are spending their time um, talking to God and Um, asking God for blessings on my behalf. It makes me feel like I have the whole world on my side and there's nothing I can't do.
1: Hi, Risen
11: family. So in regards to what Risen has taught me in terms of growth and gratitude, uh, I think the best example I can give is of my 2007 Toyota Corolla. Thinking back to those times, you know, when the gas gauge has been low for days and days, you think to yourself, hey, it's a Corolla and there's gas stations everywhere. I can fill up anytime. So you keep on driving, playing with fire, and hoping that you can make it to your next destination without totally running out of gas. That's probably an accurate description of my relationship with Jesus prior to Rich taking me out to Elephant Bar asking me to come check out the church family he was forming at Risen. Now, I'm not saying my gauge is full now. Uh, That elusive gas card from mom and dad that brings you the unlimited full tanks of gas that I had back in high school and my college days still doesn't exist. But definitely Risen has made me more engaged with my faith. Uh, It's made me question things more, uh, especially my priorities in life and the importance of exploring my faith at a bare minimum. In some ways, it's helped me to put things in perspective, which surprisingly has helped reduce some stress and anxiety. If I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I'm still not 100% certain that I'm going to the good place, but I do feel confident that my chances are a lot better this year than they were uh, last year. So with that said, Merry Christmas, Risen family. See you guys in 2021.
12: Whenever I think about Risen, I am reminded of how thankful I am for its community. So I'm incredibly grateful for the people who selflessly give up their time and much of their energy to help the church grow because i often forget that Risen is pretty much still in its grassroots as a church plant. And to continue holding services through streaming on YouTube is an amazing feat on its own. It's not even limited to just helping the church grow either. The time spent enjoying each other's company, the time spent learning and understanding more about each other, the time spent eating meals together. Simple things like these are all things that I'm thankful for. 2020 has definitely been a hard year for many, and myself included, but I can see that we as a church do what we can to make the best out of the worst. I know that I personally have been absent from much of 2020 social events ever since the lockdown protocol, like, the social walks that happen every weekend or so, depending on whether or not they're canceled. I'm just trying to stay safe and limit the number of people I'm in contact with. You know how it goes. I also probably don't give the friendliest vibe coming off as aloof or what have you. So I just want to say, hey, thanks for being patient with me and letting me become part of this family. Risen's community has made this year so much more bearable than I could have imagined. And for that fact alone, thank you so much.